Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 A failed Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket launch killed hundreds of Palestinians on Tuesday night, October 17th at the Al-Ali Arab Hospital in Gaza City, the Israel Defense Forces say. Brigadier General Daniel Hagari, the IDF spokesperson, relayed to international media that the IDF possesses evidence, including recordings and footage, confirming that the PIJ, the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, is responsible for the explosion at the Gaza Hospital. Hagari emphasized that the IDF has acquired aerial footage from an unmanned aerial vehicle, a UAV, revealing an impact in a parking area near the hospital rather than within the hospital itself. Hagari assured that this evidence will soon be shared with the public. The IDF spokesperson's unit further stated, following a thorough investigation, including an examination of all operational and intelligence systems, it is clear that the IDF did not target the Gaza hospital. A review of the IDF's operational systems suggests that a barrage of rockets was fired by PIJ terrorists in Gaza, passing in close proximity to the Al-Ali hospital in Gaza at the time it was hit, read the statement. Since the conflict's commencement, the terror group has launched around 450 rockets, with some, la- with, with some landing within Gaza. Prime Minister Bibi Netanyahu said in response, quote, Let the world know the barbaric terrorists in Gaza are the ones who attacked the Gaza hospital, not the IDF. Those who brutally murdered our children are also murdering their own. President Yitzhak Herzog wrote on X, quote, An Islamic Jihad missile has killed many Palestinians at a Gazan hospital, a place where lives should be saved. Shame on the media who swallow the lies of Hamas and Islamic Jihad, broadcasting a 21st century blood libel around the globe. Shame on the vile terrorists in Gaza who willfully spill the blood of the innocent. Never before has the choice been clear. Israel is standing against an enemy made of pure evil. If you stand for humanity, for the value of all human life, you stand with Israel. Islamic Jihad denied all allegations. Number 2 President Joe Biden embarked on a highly complex diplomatic journey as he arrived in Israel on Wednesday, October 18th. This visit holds immense significance, taking place during a period of heightened violence in the aftermath of attacks by Hamas and Israel's subsequent response. Biden's historic arrival in wartime Tel Aviv on Wednesday marked a significant display of support for Israel. It was the first time an American president had visited Israel during an ongoing conflict. Period. This visit came on the heels of October 7th uh, of the October 7th attacks by Hamas, the terror group, resulting in the loss of around 1400 Israeli lives, including dozens of Americans. Several Americans and many Israelis are also being held hostage by Hamas, and the Gaza Strip had witnessed the death toll of at least 3000 since the conflict began, as reported by the Palestinian Health Ministry in Gaza. During his bilateral meeting with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, President Joe Biden conveyed the condolences of the American people and acknowledged the complexities of the situation, expressing the importance of his personal presence. He emphasized that the world was closely watching the events unfolding in the Middle East, and his visit aimed to clarify the United States' stance. Netanyahu in turn thanked Joe Biden for the unequivocal support and unprecedented cooperation between the two nations. He praised Biden for distinguishing between the forces of civilization and those of barbarism in the wake of the attack on Israel. 
Notably, President Biden expressed his outrage over the explosion at Al-Ali Baptist Hospital in Gaza City, which caused adjustments to his plan for the trip. While he mourned the tragedy, he did not attribute blame to Israel, but rather to the, quote, other team, without specifying the evidence behind his, this conclusion. The explosion circumstances prompted a change in the president's itinerary, leading to the postponement of his meeting with other regional leaders during the Jordan leg of the visit. The White House cited a period of mourning announced by Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas as the reason for this delay. The explosion's investigation and the subsequent blame game cast a shadow over President Biden's meetings in Israel. The president's presence aimed to demonstrate a solidarity with the United States' closest allies and to discourage any potential escalation in the region's conflict. Number three. As reporters chased Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio down a hallway shortly before Tuesday's vote in the House of Representatives, he declared himself confident of winning the Speaker's job. But his confidence wasn't enough. With 20 Republicans voting for others, even though Jordan's opponents couldn't find a protest candidate to run, he lost the first round. It was quite a feat for the Judiciary Committee chairman to lose by that margin. He could only afford four defectors, since he'd only gotten 124 votes in the GOP's secret ballot, far short of the magic number of 217. Since a few of the converts had vowed to never, ever back Jordan, that highlighted his skill at winning over members. More horse trading must now be underway, and the one-time wrestling coach would have to flip 16 of the 20 no votes against him, which seems quite a tall order. Kevin McCarthy, who was ousted in less than nine months, lost only eight Republicans. With the House of Representatives left without a speaker, a Republican congressman is looking to introduce a resolution on Wednesday, October 18th, temporarily expanding the powers of interim House Speaker Patrick McHenry after two weeks of gridlock in the House race. McHenry was chosen by ex-House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to serve as Speaker pro temp if he were ever ousted which he was earlier this month in a House majority vote by eight Republicans and all Democrats. Now, Representative Dave Joyce, a representative from Pennsylvania and chairman of the Republican Governance Group, is calling to flesh out McHenry's role in leadership, particularly in light of the urgency for Congress to approve aid for Israel as it fights a bloody war with the Hamas terror group in Gaza. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.